The following is a Podbeard production. From the deepest bowels of your imagination. Actually, he's from Canada there, bud. From the famed Hotter Show Studios, this is The Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We are Rolling Audio here today on episode 203 of The Hotter Show. I hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. Thanks so very much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. I have a killer episode for you here today, guys, as I try to every single week here on The Hotter Show. I sit down with my boy Jeff from Don Valley. This interview was one that I really, really enjoyed and... It's kind of a long time coming. We started talking about doing this when we first linked up. Jeff has been a, uh, a huge supporter of the show and of me, and has just been an all-around great dude to deal with, as well as the rest of the band. So I was really excited to get him on. We were only able to make it happen late at night, and you know he was a total trooper about it and was still a great interview, so I really do appreciate it. I really hope you guys enjoy this interview. I know you're going to enjoy this interview, because it is just uh, it's really, really cool. It was really, really a lot of fun. Now... Before I get into that, I want to make sure everybody is well aware of the fact that Podbeard Network and The Hotter Show have a brand new sponsor in the form of Seat Giant. For those of you who are not aware, Seat Giant is a ticket resale website that sells tickets for all kinds of sporting events. There's tons of different sporting events on there, uh, tons of different types of concerts, theater events, as well as family events. Basically, anything you can buy tickets to, you can find on Seat Giant for a very competitive price. Now, two quick things that separate Seat Giant from everybody else. Number one, you go on their website. It's very, very easy to find your way around. You know what you're looking for. And they also have a very cool kind of little, it's not like a map. It's like a, when you go to your event, you click on, on the tickets that you want, and they have a little drop-down kind of a picture or video, if you will, that will show you exactly where the seat is in the row. So it's like with some other websites, you'll get like a map that will kind of show you where it is. With, with Seat Giant, you can actually physically see it'll glow on what seat you're at. And I really, really like that because I think it's really, it really paints a picture of where exactly you're going to be and helps you pick the best price. And all the prices are right there for the tickets. It's super easy. And on top of that, all of Seat Giant tickets come with a 100% money back guarantee because they stand behind their vendors and the tickets they sell themselves. And that is very cool because if you've ever been like me where I got tickets for a concert and then the concert was canceled and I didn't get reimbursed and it was the vendor's website, it was the vendor, it wasn't actually the band or anything like that. I don't hold them responsible, but basically I got gypped over and that sucks. So I really wish Seat Giant was, I knew Seat Giant was around at this point. And on top of all that, you can use the coupon code PODBEARD, that's P-O-D-B-E-A-R-D, and save yourself a little something at checkout. This coupon code is good for the Canadian and then the American site as well, .ca or .com, which is seatgiant.ca.com, depending on where you're at in the world. Shout out to my boy Josh from Still Loading Podcast, who actually just used the coupon code as well to go see uh, the Phantoms over the weekend. Hope you had a good time, buddy. He said it was very easy to use and he had no issues at all. Everything was great. So that's what you want to hear. A great new sponsor for the network. I'm super excited about it. Seat Giant. Thank you guys very much for the support. We're very happy to have this partnership with you. But without further ado, I'm ready to roll into this podcast, my chat with Jeff from Don Valley. Let's get into it. All right, gang. So I'm very, very excited about this. I was finally able to make this happen with this guy. He's been a big supporter of the show ever since I discovered his band 
it was about mid last year, and they were one of my favorite bands of the year. They absolutely kill it, and I'm very happy to have them on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined right now by Jeff from Don Valley. Jeff, how's it going, brother? Um, pretty good, actually. It's kind of almost late-ish, I guess. Yes. To the old people in the house. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you there, brother. <laughs> That's why I, I really appreciate you making this happen for me. Jeff's being no, an no, absolute yeah. trooper. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time. Okay. For, sure. for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's okay. I'm old too. How, how, how old are you? Don't mind I'm me asking. 30. I'm 30. You're 30. Okay, so I'm 27. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too old, but I'm yeah. still pretty old. I got you, bro. You can still kick it, but it's like, you know, it's like, hey, man, once it's like 9 o'clock and there's nothing going on, it's like, okay, and maybe I could go to bed. I'm up by ten thirty. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Well, it's because we were, were we're construction workers, right? So I'm like oh, up sure. at five in the morning. But I, it's like oh, I sure. try to go to bed at like eleven thirty, twelve, and then by if I when I wake up for five, it's like holy, I can barely move. What's happening? So that's, oh, that's why weird. it's like I have to. But it, it's all everything's fine. Sometimes we'll do shows and we're out to like three, and then we only sleep for like an hour. Happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Happen. And I mean, when you do the physical work that you do and then, you know, yeah, because you're very the way that you guys play on stage is very like active and aggressive. It's not like you're just standing there kind of. So I can only imagine how tired you would be after a show. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I just I got I got asked to join a band because of my stage presence. So like, I don't even care how good you are. I just want that energy. <laughs> like, oh, OK. Yeah, you've got a sick, uh, a sick freaking look as far as even just seeing pictures of you on stage, just the way you hold your bass and the way you kind of just move. It's like it's very unique. Like it's almost like I saw a picture of you and I'm going to kind of kiss your ass a little bit, but I saw a, a picture of you. You were like plugging your bass in and the way you were holding it, like as like you play your bass like fairly high considering how most oh, yeah. metal bass players play, but like. It almost looked like you were like loading a gun or something. You were getting ready to like walk into a war or something. I can't even explain it. It was just like this presence. And I was like, holy shit. Like it looks like he's getting ready to like walk into That's, a battlefield or something. It's funny you say that. It's one of my favorite pictures. I, I know the picture you're talking about. It's like kind of purplish. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I do that. Yeah, it's all part of, I think that's, that's uh, to me, that's most part of the the show at least is the whole presence is like how do you make people feel or like what do they think when they look at you it's like i i'm because I, I like bands like kiss and motley crew growing up like you know what i mean and they're all looking presence and when you go to a kiss concert it's like this big crazy epic show like so I care about that stuff. It's not too crazy extremes that they do, but like I want to look like cool or I want to look badass on stage. Like you know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, absolutely. Care. Maybe shallow of me or whatever, but oh, not at all, man. I think it's something that a lot of and you know I say this with the utmost respect because I love you know all the bands and the scenes and that. Like, but like I'll see when I see a band that is just kind of standing there and they're just kind of playing. I'm like, man, like. You got to have something else going on. Like, yeah, your front man needs to be – have that presence. But if the other members of the band can also bring that to the table, why wouldn't you? You know, oh, exactly. like why wouldn't you exactly. do that? And it's funny you mentioned Kiss because like I kind of um, 
with your tone that you have for your bass, it's very like, I mean, it's, it's awesome, but it's very like, I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, okay, I, I'm hearing like, it's a very unique tone, but like I can, I can hear little influences in there a little bit just with the way that you play. Like, do you, do you play with your fingers or with a pick? I use a pick. Okay. That's what I thought. I can, you can really like tell the difference. Steel. I yeah. like the steel scrapes. You need that. Well, uh, there's a, some like, uh, the guy, one of my favorite bass players, two, two favorite bass players. Um, the guy from Guns N' Roses, Duff, Duff McKagan. Yeah, Duff McKagan, yeah. He's he's really good, and he plays with a pick. And I, I like the tones he gets under, out of his bass. And then the, another dude, uh, actually, the ba- I don't necessarily know his name, but the bass is from Alexis on Fire. As far as I know, his name is Steel. Uh, like I oh I yeah know. um like, oh it's gonna bug I haven't me. really I haven't looked too much into it like I have all their albums so I could just read the album and find out but I'm pretty <laughs> sure his name is his like nickname is Steel or whatever but I I love his tone and the way he makes his bass sound and all that kind of stuff so yeah tones I'm very big on tone I need a super bright tone and and I find when you play with your fingers it gets very flubby. Mm-hmm. You need that brightness. Oh, for sure. I mean, like even like myself personally, like some of my favorite bass players, bass players, excuse me. Some like a guy like say like a Jason Newsted from Metallica, where he had yeah, his tone wasn't quite as bright as some other guys, but it was very present. And oh yeah, no, he's really was, good. Dude. Oh yeah, his was all pick, bro. And like Mike Gines from Allison Chain, same thing. Very oh, yeah, present yeah. and very bright. You know, mm-hmm. so like. I find that when you go to the pick, like you are missing a little something. There's bass players I know that play with their fingers live when they play with a pick in the studio. Oh, no way, that's funny. No, yeah, no other like, bass players I like. Uh, you know, you know the one from Rant, the guy from Rancid. I don't know. Again, I don't know his name. I should learn more bass player names. <laughs> but um, the guy from Rancid plays with a pick and the two finger, his pinky and his fourth finger at the same time. And really? Oh yeah, he does like the uh, yeah, and yeah. then play with his finger in some parts, and it's like with like his three fingers, and it's like how the fuck? How do you do that? <laughs> that right there is that? skill. Well, you well, can definitely a- pull it off, but I like I don't want to work too that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to work that hard. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, I always tell people like this is it's gonna. Most people don't believe me because some people think I'm like a good bass player. But I I don't think I'm a good bass player, and it's like I sometimes I tell people it's like half the reason why I took the bass like started playing the bass is because people expect you to be good on the guitar. It's like as a bass player you can do whatever, and as long as you're in time with the drummer, you're good. So like yeah, I mean so long as you're kind of in the reason why I took the bass, man. I don't (laughs) want to be looked at and be like, are you good? Are you amazing? Like you got to be amazing. Like all guitar (laughs) players have to be amazing. It's like okay, that's not me, man. (laughs) Yeah, no. It turned like I because I I do write. I write everything and I try and keep everything fun and unique sounding. So I've ended up. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no worries. No worries. I was just going to say, just on that note, I was going to ask about that. So you just mentioned that you write all the stuff. So do you write all the guitar parts for Don Valley as well? or? Yeah, yeah. generally I I write everything on the acoustic guitar. Okay. And then I play it on the bass. So 
like I, I the whole song is already the the way it's played on guitar is basically the way I'm playing it on bass. Okay. And then and then what changes for guitar players would be like little lead parts here and there. But like instead of just general, holding on the riff. Yeah, generally most of the writing is done from me. Like there's a like maybe two two three songs i think where they have like there'll be like half like either two riffs in the song will be written by like the guitar player or something and then i came in and finished the song and i don't like half songs man you ain't coming to practice with half yeah them. like yeah, I need if you're gonna whole- show up yeah so sorry if you're gonna, if you're gonna show up show up with a full song yeah well it, it's all a work in progress too of right? course yeah but like that's I, I I get like when somebody will be like showing me a riff in practice because like I'll, before I even show the band a riff like I'll generally have like the whole song done and then I'll just have like one or two parts left to finish before I like I'll show the band a riff but like sometimes like a, some band, a guitar players would come in and like play a riff and be like oh what do you guys think of that like we could turn that into a song. And then we're just playing that for like five minutes, that one riff. And it's like, where are you going to after the riff? Like, yeah, do you have a song idea or is it just this one riff? Like, it's in the nineties, bro. Riff? Well, for me, like, I, I guess that's well, that's another thing. A lot of people they say we're kind of progressive, and I, and I don't see it because I don't think we're progressive. But we don't stick on the same riff. So it will be like riff, 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 riff. So I guess that in that way we're progressive. So yeah, like you said, it's it's not the nineties. It's like give me another riff. Yeah. What, give me a couple riffs, bro. <laughs> give me to the next hook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, and it's it's funny you say that because when I first discovered you guys, the first song I heard was um uh I think it was diluted. And I'm listening to them go, okay, like this is really cool. Cause it's like, I was like, I, I at first I was like, okay, they're kind of like hardcore death Corey, I guess. And then like, as I listened to a couple more songs on the EP, I was like, okay, no, they're like almost Southern metal. But then yeah. I'm like, well, wait a minute. And then there's like elements of like, they're changing it up and going to a bunch of different hooks and shit. And I'm like, man, what are these guys? Like, like I'm not, I'm not one to like, be so concerned about genres. I'm not that kind of listener, but like just because of the podcast, I like to say, okay, these guys are blah. And it wasn't until you said to me the one day where I was like, how would you describe your sound? You're just like, bro, we're like Southern core. Oh, and I was yeah. like, that's fucking, that's a great uh, term. <laughs> I well, I had to throughout the years, man, that people, many, many people have had that trouble of labeling us for mm-hmm. like, I guess that's what people like. I, I I always tell people if you're gonna label us, label us metal. Yeah. But I guess that doesn't isn't too defined. Like it doesn't really describe what we are. Like metal is very vague. Yeah. You, some people you, don't like that. Yeah. Some people don't like that, so they try and break it up. So throughout the years of being called every single fucking genre of metal in the book, like. <laughs> Progressive technical death metal, bro. Dude, we've literally been called sludge metal, doom metal, stoner metal. 
I don't think you guys have quite touched on that too much. But. Like I don't think so at all. But they've called every like go go through every single event that we've ever been at on added on on Facebook. You'll see some crazy, that's crazy, crazy. metal metal maybe, names. Yeah, of. maybe like some stuff on just please, or maybe there's like a few parts. I'm like, okay, that's kind of like sludgy a little bit. I like, wouldn't say I it at know. all, man. Yeah, I would I would say crazy. if you're going anything, just metal because I I, yeah. I think our shit's kind of punky. Like it has a kind of punky sound. It does have that it, vibe to it for sure. Well, now I guess now it's more. I'd say the Just Pleaser would be probably more of a punky vibe that, than because now we're going from we're we're balls deep with Southern Core. We're going. That's what we're doing. So like that's ever since Still Bleeding is like that's our thing now. We're just yeah. like, we're, we're labeling us like I'm doing. We're doing it. We're telling everybody this is what we are. So we're going, we're ain't doing like how just pleaser is kind of confusing and then still bleeding is all the same thing. It's like we're going balls deep with Southern Core. And, but I, I still would consider us kind of like punky and like that's where we get like a different kind of vibe than a lot of these other metal bands because they're going with the whole metal core sound mm -hmm. and then we're just adding breakdowns onto punk music that's it that's a like, really good like thing that you just said like there's so much stuff that you just said that i was going to touch on that like because it is like at the end of the day like there is a lot of punk influence in there there's a lot of you know hardcore punk so to speak influences in there that i'm like yeah. It's it is very hard to say like, okay this is what you guys are but even going from just pleaser to still bleeding there is kind of like as you were touching on earlier Jeff like there is a little bit of um I don't know if I call it maturity is the right word but there's it's just like you guys kind of figured out okay this is what kind of more we're going for yeah no I like I wouldn't know if it's a maturity thing either honestly like it, it some people could say that but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a maturity thing. I, I, I hope we still have a long way to go till that point. But um, like you said, it, it is a definite, like, we're going with it. So Yeah, it's like you, you kind of have a more better idea of what you guys want out of the music you're writing. Yeah, yeah. And it's even this next stuff is, is I'm, I'm excited for the new stuff because it's, it's along the same lines, so. That's sick, man. I'm really, really happy about that. But, but I, I didn't. I do want to ask about that. But just going back for a second, I'm talking about kind of like you mentioned just a little bit ago about how you hope that the band still has a little bit of ways to go as far as maturing your sound. So, how long has Don Valley been a band? And like, have you been involved from the start? How did this whole thing kind of start out for you? I've been around for a long time, man. So we've been around since like 2007, but oh really? Yeah, but it's like um, it'd be like it'd be like a, like a year or so with a guitar player, and then like we're about to record, and then he'd leave, and then we'd have to start over again. So for like the first ever that happened, and then around like. Because we were recorded, we eventually were because we did put out a demo in two thousand eight and two thousand eleven, but um, we never really had a solid guitar player, and like 
we just didn't uh like really know how to do the whole band thing properly i guess because we just kind of thought like you had to like just kind of play music and then everything would kind of happen so we really didn't know like you kind of had to just do everything yourself so like we would kind of just like play shows and that's it like we wouldn't try to do anything else we would like it's like all the dream right like you're gonna get the dream you're gonna get signed and Everything is gonna happen. Yeah, bro. We're like, gonna just play the show, man. It's gonna be great. Yeah. And we're gonna get signed to Roadrunner or some shit. That's what I mean, like, dude. Hey, hey, man. We, yeah. That's the way we thought. Like, we were stupid little kids like that, and we didn't take things seriously for a long time. Like, we kind of just fucked around and did nothing. And in my opinion, like, we we wasted a lot of valuable time. If if you want my honest opinion on it, but. Uh, everything is a learning experience and absolutely we've learned a lot like throughout those years and when we when we sat down and recorded just pleaser we actually instead of like playing shows or whatever it was like actually the first time uh we took a break and like just recorded and didn't play anything so like we actually put for once and for all per put out like a solid offering that wasn't just like crappy demos or yeah. pieces of pieces of crap music or anything like that. So we finally once and for all had like proper offering of music and merch and all that kind of thing. And then we we did the whole touring and like we did a couple little tours that we set up ourselves and stuff. Like we didn't do all of that stuff in the beginning like that's the stuff we didn't do and then after when we released just pleaser we kind of that like in 2013 is when we kind of figured shit out like we did a whole like a business class for music and all that crap and it's just a bunch of things you learn and I still say, like, it, we did learn, but it, we did waste a lot of time as well. So, but as far as everything else goes, from 2013 on, we've been, like, kind of strong in how we pre- um, present ourselves. Yeah. How, how we attack the business side of things. So, ever since then, things have been going in the right path. We've, we've 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 had a recently we've run into a guitar player issue, but that that's been figured out. Hopefully. Well, that's that's awesome, and yeah, you you've got a great guy playing with you right now. Um, and on on that note as well, I know that obviously in the band there are the two other kind of I guess we'll call them full time members, and you've got the new guitarist playing with you now. So oh, yeah. you. St- started off Don Valley with your brothers Nick and Joe correct yeah like the the vocalist and the drummer and me like we're all brothers and we've been in it since 2007 like all of us like all of us we've all been doing this and it's only just the guitar player that's changed yeah a lot of there's a lot of people that tell us we shouldn't even look for a permanent player and we should just kind of like hire a guitar player every album or every couple of years and just tour with a new guy every year every year or so but it's i don't know i like the whole mainstay 
like a oh, for sure you work with i like that i like that it feels nice yeah there's nothing like getting you know because to me a band is you know four dudes or dudettes getting in a room yeah. and hashing shit out that's me too that's a band and like, or even sometimes just Three of them, the basically the instrumentation side of it, hashing shit out. And your singer comes in later with a coffee and he's like, okay, let me hear the song, you know. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. There's bands that don't do it like that, man. And I think it's so weird. Like, I'll come in, like, because I've been asked to join a couple bands. And then there's bands that will just be like, <clears throat> learn everything yourself. I was like, all at home. And then when you come in, I expect you to know it 100%. And it's like, what? <laughs> what the hell's up with that? <laughs> like, what the hell? I I would not. like. I, maybe that's how you guys. It's like, I need somebody to come over and like jam with me. Like, yeah. What happened to the whole jamming thing? Like, jam with me, bro. Like, That's how it should I, be, man. Like, just that's what let's I, jam I, it out. So, like, even, even with this new guy, like, that's kind of how... Like he he's really good himself. Yeah, he's a great player. What was his name again? His name's Nicky Darji. I think it's. I might be saying his last name wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Darji, or Darje, or something like that. Nicky something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's he's a killer player, man. He's killer. Really good. He's really 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 good. Like he came in when the first practice, he already knew. Like diluted. Like he already knew it. Like he just couldn't play the break, but everything else is like, holy, sh- are you crazy, man? That's the shit we need right there. But like after that, it was he'd come into practice and forget diluted, and then we'd have to learn it all over again. So it was, it was like the same, same thing. Like we're just jamming it out in practice. You know what I mean? But like that's what I'm. I guess I'm old school like that. Like there's a lot of people who who don't learn like that. Like me, our last dude, Reese, he's actually uh, really, he's a really good player too. And he's, he's new school. He, he could, he could definitely, like, I'm not sure how he, his band or anything works, but he, I know for a fact he could be, you could be like, learn this song. And he, he'd come into practice and know it. And it's like, what the fuck? How are you that good? How do you do that, man? <laughs> I, I fucking wish I could do that, man. I wish, I wish. I'd be, in a, I'd be, I'd probably be a studio musician if I could do that. Some but guys just have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guys are, that's, they train like, like, well, for me, I like to write songs, right? So, like, that's what I focus on. I just focus on writing songs. There's guys that want to be good. So, like, some guys focus on being the best. Right. Like I just focus on writing good songs. The then, art of writing a good hook and yeah. which, you know, I mean, when I did that review for Still Bleeding, like I think I I think I literally I did a count and I think I said something along the lines of like this part is so hooky I can't even take it like multiple times in that review. Cause I was I, just like I was like, I need to expand my vocabulary, bro. Well, no, that it's, it's, it's true. That's what I find people, that's what I like about music, or like good riffs and, and stuff like that. Like even vocals, it's all there. Like it's all part of songwriting, oh, yeah. not like just the riff or whatever. But that's what I find is most important about music. Like you, 
don't need to be the best musician per se. Like, look at the uh, look at like some of the best songs in the world, man. They're not hard. They're not the hardest songs to play, yeah, but big and and popular, and they're well written. Like, they're well put together songs. You can't deny that. And like, that's I would want to be known as that. Like, as a band that could put together well written songs, like they hold up in the future. I don't want to just be a metal band that's known for. I've I've thought about that. Like, what is this music? that everybody's listening to now, like this metal core, this death core stuff, like 20 years from now, is it going to hold up? Or are yeah. we just listen to it and be like, it's ugh. like, is it? It's outdated. I don't know. I personally think it's going it, to, I think most of it's going to hold up, but that's what I don't want to be known for. Like, I would like to be, oh, that band tried to do something unique, at least. Like, they weren't just blah, blah, blah all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to do something, or it's not just heavy, heavy, heavy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm explaining things properly or whatever, but I think about this stuff, and I just sometimes I try and incorporate it and just try and make things different and hooky. So that's that's what I focus on as a musician is is writing songs and I honestly find a lot, I no hate on anybody, but I find a lot of musicians forget that. And they, 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 they want to be the best and they're not focused on writing the best songs. And you got to write good songs to get noticed. Like no, nobody's going to care if you can play guitar really good. There's a million guitar players that will play really yes. good guitar really good. Like, People care if your songs are good. Like, that's all I, that's what I've learned. And that's what I've learned to focus on. And like, I don't know, but whatever. It's all good. Well, at the end of the day, man, like there are some of my favorite musicians in the world, you know, are not great players. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm a huge Godsmack fan, for example. And like, People are like, oh, good smoke. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, like, oh, if, if I stand alone comes on and you don't want to pit, I don't know who you are. Like, I'm yeah, just like, that's a good like and it's like, oh, it's hit. so simple. Like, I, I, if anything, I would hate on their new stuff. Like, I, I've heard their yeah. new stuff. But I even, See, I'm, even, but you can even look at that and be like, it's still well written. Like, I would love to have written a song like that and have my, like, but. Mm-hmm. Not me, you know what I mean? Like, it's not I, your vibe. I, yeah, I get it. Well, other than that, I don't know how. I personally really, the honest, real thing, I don't know how people write music like that. Like, I, I, I think music needs to be fun to play, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I'm always jumping around and doing all this stuff. Like, playing or, like, on the, like, with my riffs sound so bouncy and everything like that. Whereas, like, I couldn't just be like, dan, 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 dan. Like that would be a boring. Yeah. Well, like like the new their new because like I actually like I love the new record, but like I'm I'm of the mindset where like the single is what I'm talking about. Yeah, bulletproof. Yeah, I think you're talking about bulletproof. Yeah, I hear every day, man. Yeah. Now you want me? Now you need me? You know, it's not bad or anything. It's it's not bad. Is I just I. That I find I find riffs like that harder for me to write. Like, yeah, but 
that would all come with song working on songwriting ship. If I started exactly. to write so, like work on writing songs like that, I would eventually get it. But if I never focused on that and I just kept focused on being the best bass player in the world, I would never learn how to write songs like that. You know what I mean? So Oh, for sure. Oh, and it's like that new single is I've actually brought that up a lot recently on the show in these kind of conversations. Cause like, you know, people have said like, Oh, like they're washed up. They're going to be nobody's ever again. And they drop that single. And next thing you know, they're like freaking selling out arenas again. And they're on the radio every, every other hour. And I'm like, Hey man, even if it's not your vibe, I'm like, shit, you can't deny that. It's uh, like you said, it's just like, okay, like there's something there, you know? What's well, like same thing with Bring Horizon? Mm-hmm. They get a lot of hate, but that happy song was fucking good. Like, yes, it was. That's all I can say. Like, they, and it was good. Like, I when I heard that on the radio, it was like crank this up. Like, it's that riff it to be loud. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's all in the writing. Like, you know what? It's nothing hard, it's nothing crazy it's just a good fucking song and like that's as much as i give bring me the rise and hate but they're doing it like they're they're they were a band that did this kind of metal and now they're not and they're not going to be known like they're going to be remembered that's for sure <laughs> but i don't want to lose that's also another thing we don't we don't want to lose, like the heaviness in our music. So that's that's something we want to stay. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll always I I believe we'd always strive to be like that. So, <clears throat> but I, again, sure. yes, it, it all comes down to songs, Steve. For sure, bro, for sure. So before we continue on with Jeff here and talk a little bit more about the band, about a little bit of touring stuff, some show stories, and other fun topics, we're going to take a quick second here to hear a word from our sponsors. It's your guy Jaybird here from Jaybird Digital Arts, reminding you to tune in to the Hotter Show podcast. Hell, tune into all of the Podbeard Network shows, and not just because they support Jaybird, but because they're good. And I'll give you a discount on design work if you do be that deal i dare you what you're getting at is overall from this conversation so far very focused on songwriting which is cool for me because like i'm a i'm a song guy like as much as i like and completely agree with you when you say you know like yeah being a great player hey that's awesome you can play you know like crazy and you can shred and be yeah but like all I want, but I I need a good guitar player. Exactly, yeah. So like, it's there. But then that being said, if the songs weren't there, then it's like, you know, it's just a, a noodle fest for you know five yeah. minutes. And yeah, it's like who who wants that? You know, nobody. I don't. I don't. I, I sure shit don't either. Um, unless, especially if I have to review it, you know, it's like unless it's like an instrumental, like yeah, then that's totally different, of course. Yeah. yeah. But if there's vocals in it, I ain't need it. The vocal hook should carry. And that's something that Nick does really well as well. Like when you when you guys kind of um, back off isn't quite the right word for the verses. But like he has a very um, like unique voice in the sense that like it's again, 
it's heavy as, as all hell, as much as heavy can get as far as I'm concerned, but it's still very hooky. And it's not like he's not just sitting there like, you know, doing a horrible job, obviously. But like there's like when you're listening to it, you can actually like you understand what he's saying. There's there's pitch even in some parts there, which well, is something he, that is very tricky to do for a vocalist of his style. Yeah. Well, he his his favorite vocalist is um, the dude from Lamb of God, Randy. I, yeah, Randy Blyle. I kind of got that <laughs> vibe a little bit. Where I was like, yeah, he, I, that he, year he studied him a little bit. Yeah, and he's he's very much like that. Like he's his, his tones, like Randy's tones are very good. So like, I feel like when our vocalist he 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 hits those ranges really really well, and like he doesn't really need like a like a lot of effects or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So you don't get a lot of fakeness out of it. Yeah, it's just all him. Yeah, but uh, on most of these recordings, he's literally just like standing still. <clears throat> but uh, so on the new ones, we're trying to we're gonna try a couple more things to like bring out more of his high screams. Okay, maybe some of his like stage like stage performance or something. I don't know. It's, there's a bunch of different techniques or whatever when you get into. Like, because right now he's just standing up and recording everything. So I feel like it could be more so. Like, I, I also agree with you that he's very pronounced. But like, like you said, dude, we, I make, I like, like, I'll, I won't just let him record a take and then be like, that's okay. It's like, no. Yeah, you work with him. Until, yeah. Yeah. Until it sounds good. Like, even he's very much like that. It's not even me to be honest like it'll be him him and the producer will be like okay that needs to go go through again i feel like most vocalists are usually like that like if they're a good vocalist they're always picky with how they sound right oh for sure some of them are and i mean one of my um there was one of my favorite metal vocalists of one of my favorite bands um phil from all that remains he's actually one of the only guys sorry he's really good yeah, he's great, but it wasn't until I was listening to him on a podcast and he admitted, he goes, yeah, when I'm in the studio, everything's one take and then I get them to fix it if I fuck up. And I was like, shit, really? And he said, let me explain why. He says, for me, it ruins my creativity. He said, I used to be the guy who would obsess over every single word and line to the point where he's like, I feel like it ruined my creativity because he's like, I get mad and scrap a whole song. Mm-hmm. But then there are other guys who like, you know, I know, man, I know one band from around here. They're called Outshined, an awesome, awesome rock band. And um, I know the vocalist quite well. And I mean, he said to me before, like, oh, man, like, uh, Alex, like last time I saw them live, he was like, oh, man, I was so pitchy. Like I was so he was beating himself up so bad. And I'm like, dude, like you killed it. He's like, no, no, man, I was really pitchy. And he'll like send me a demo of something. I'm like, oh, sorry about the vocals, bro. Like I was really pitchy in the third line. Like I'm like. What? Like to me, I'm like it blows my mind because I'm not a vocalist, but mm-hmm. there are definitely those guys that really obsess over it. And on that note as well, with you working with him, how is it like obviously when you're in a band with family, let alone brothers, who you've I mean, you've been with your whole life, obviously. Does that ever like kind of 
do you think that's a benefit or can it sometimes be a not not a downfall isn't the right word but like a because i mean at the end of the day you're your brothers like obviously when you two you guys might disagree on something it might be a little more than just if it was some random dude you know what i'm saying yeah 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 it's uh it's uh it works like it's um there's good moments like there's good things about it and there's obviously bad things but like the good things are is like i can always generally rely on them Oh, for I sure. never really have to worry about them type thing. Whereas, like, the guitar player is always gone. Yeah. So there's that. Like, I just need a guitar player. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, uh, it, you're absolutely right. Like, the, the horrible thing is when we argue, we fucking argue. Because your brothers. Like, bad. And yeah. And sometimes it can be pretty bad. So, but it's, and, and I don't like those moments. But, like, you learn to you kind of learn to deal with it, I guess. But, like, it's nothing, like, we try not to, like, bring it on stage or anything like that. Like, it re- like the only time we've ever had anything happen on stage is actually when the last guitar player quit. Like, that was the only time anything's ever happened like that. That is crazy, crazy, crazy oh, shit. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, like, because usually we're good at like, even if we're all, like, pissed at each other, we're, like, we're good at not showing it and keeping our professionalism up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, leave it at the door, so to speak. Yeah, but it, that, the, the, I mean, he didn't. And then because he, Uh-oh. the guitar player, didn't, every, it all blew up. And it, it, went, it was pretty bad. But hopefully that shit will never happen again. Like, but other than that, like, that's what I mean, whereas if it was random people and not brothers it probably wouldn't have blown up as bad because oh, for sure yeah probably just would have walked away and not said anything yeah well it, yeah no at the end of the day like your your family like you can't no matter how much you might get mad someone's like well shit that's my brother like how you know how mad that's, can i really yeah. be the guy like geez <laughs> that's what i mean that's what i mean like it ha- like because it, it it happens man like because your 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 brothers you'll start being like you'll talk about it or you're just like telling your opinion or whatever and then if you don't agree it's like fuck you man yeah it's like it's just like if you're arguing over something else even you know it had nothing to do with music it's like yo man if you're hanging out watching tv i hate hate this show well i like the show i want to watch it well fuck you we're not watching it's like more often than not are you crazy (laughs) most of the time arguments if the arguments aren't even about music related stuff it'll be like fucking Goku fighting somebody or some <laughs> shit like that. Yo, man, Goku would totally that. kick the shit out of Superman. <laughs> That's literally shit like that. <laughs> stuff like that. That's great. And then it's like, none of this stuff even matters, man. Who cares? Why are we arguing about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what you get because you're brothers. That's what exactly. I'm Exactly, yeah, man. That's I get it. Shit. Oh, yeah, it's that's just like... Belt band stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, it's like... Me and like some of my time, the one time, the one time when the guitar player quit, the band stuff right there. No, okay, I'm not, and it happens, happens. but most of the there's stupid moments like that too, and those are the moments you get because you're brother, of course. Yeah, well, same like even with me and some of my boys I've known for like you know, like 20 years, it's just like say something, and it's like, no, next thing you know, you're arguing about like 
the name of like a, a freaking burger at McDonald's or something. Like you're yeah. screaming at each other. You're like, why are we so mad about this? It's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> oh, for but, sure. uh, yeah, we've 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 been pretty good at not doing that shit in public, though. So. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, from what you know, like, like what I was saying in the little intro there, like you you guys have been absolutely fucking awesome with you know, supporting me and sharing stuff around and that. And I mean, like, I really appreciate it, man, because it was, uh, you know, when we, after we did that, uh, that EP review on the show and then you like invited a shitload of people to like my page, it was like, holy shit. Like that was, that was really like above and beyond for me because like no one had ever done that for me before. So I was what? like, shit, like these guys are fucking awesome just for doing something that may have been just a little like, oh, I'll do this just for the sake of doing it. Like I was Why like, no, he's a good fucking dude. I think you're good. You're good. Uh, you speak good. You're good with your words. So I, I, I was like, musician friends, just like he, they send you, send him your stuff. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's what, that's what I was thinking. It's like, I have a lot of those guys and. I, I I try and do that for everybody. Like I don't know why more. I you always hear that from promoters too. Like more bands don't do that kind of shit. But like for me, it's like if you if you do something like if you do something for me, I'm gonna do something for you. You know what I mean? It's just oh, for that sure. Kind of, and it's it, it. I don't know. Would did that go away? Like that's how I grew up. Like I don't know what where these new kids are like getting their. I guess respect or manners from I don't know what it is. What is what is the term? I don't know. But like that's how I grew up, and you just gotta you gotta keep your contacts close or whatever. And it's like if you don't scratch his back, how the hell is he gonna come and scratch your back or something like that? I don't know. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, you're. Same. Yeah, you're totally hitting the nail on the head. And just by the way, by the way, thank you for for what you said earlier about the me speaking well in that, which is. Uh, I do really appreciate that, man. But uh, like I, I deal with a lot of like younger kids, like for me and you, they're kids. Like they're like 16 <laughs> years old, 17 years old, like to me, like to oh, yeah. us, they're kids, you know, but like yeah. we're, we're, you know, the older millennials over here. But uh, <laughs> I don't even like to think about it, dude. It's just, it's the way it is. And then I, it's like, I don't even think about that stuff. And then they'll tell me this and I'll be like, what? I'm not old. I was like, I'm just, I was playing Kingdom Hearts today. What the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> man, it's crazy. Like, I, I, where I work, I work with a lot of like, like, there's a lot of younger kids that work in the building that I work at. And like, I'm just, even just today, man, I'm talking to, to someone and I thought they were like, maybe in their like late, like late to mid 20s. And he's like, yeah, I'm like 16. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm I, like, I, yo, what? Like, ah, holy shit! Like, I'm whoa, what's going on here? Like, but, yeah. uh, but it's like what you were saying earlier too, though. Just to get get back to it, like you're talking about that process of you know, you scratch their back, they scratch yours. I, even I do find that like, oh, like a lot of the bands I have personally dealt with are always awesome, you know. So I'm very grateful for that. But there have been some in the past that. I never like to bash anybody, so I never say their names, but like who, you know, they've hit me up and been like, hey, will you promote us? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like all I ask in return is you share it at least once. That's all I ask. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for them not to even do that, 
or whatever and then like almost be upset at the fact like oh well how come no one went on our site from you or anything and i'm like well fuck man that's just the way it goes sometimes <laughs> like well, i don't even expect that yeah. people i think people expect a lot from like stuff and it's like kind of gotta, yeah and it's like you gotta be thankful for anything man like in this day and age everything's like a click away so oh, like for sure you gotta you gotta be thankful for anything, like even if it's fucking one person, two people, I don't care. Like that's good enough for me. Yeah, bro. But, like, like someone even taking the second out of the day to press a button to like yeah. look at something you do, take take it yeah. as a win, you know? That's what I that's what I do. I, I, over I guess over the years it's just accumulated more and more. Like I don't really think about like even the other day. Uh, my friend made a status about something about a bigger Toronto band, like being assholes. And then like the singer was a drunk and then a like, gosh singer drinks all the time. And sometimes he gets drunk and he's an asshole. So I was like, wait a second, that's not us. I hope you're not talking about us. And then after that, I was like, did I just assume we were a bigger Toronto band? And <laughs> After he was like, no, no, you guys are amazing. Always the best to play with. And I was like, holy crap, I think we're a bigger Toronto band. It's like, I never think about that stuff. I don't, like, I don't think of us as like a big band or a bigger in the scene or we're just a band and we play whenever the hell we can. Like, I don't demand anything when we play. And everybody's always like, like, even again, when we had the guitar player issue and we were playing shows without a guitar player, I asked a bunch of bands, like if they wanted to take the headlining spot and nobody would take the headlining spot. But then some of these bands would be like, some of these guys would be like, you're like a bigger band. You could like demand to play whenever the hell you want. You know what I mean? It's like, Okay, one, I don't think we're a bigger band or anything. I don't go around being all like, okay, we're a big band. This is what we want, blah, 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 blah. And two, I'm asking for help here. I'm not saying we don't want a headline. We don't have a fucking guitar player. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, help me out, bro. <laughs> without getting into any of that details, it's just, I don't think of us as being popular or any. Like, I don't think people like us. Like, I literally think people don't like us. So if people like us, it's like, wow, you like me? Holy crap. That's You like the songs we make? That's awesome. Like, thank you so much. So that's what I mean. Like, you got to take anything. And, like, throughout the years, I guess it's kind of accumulated more and more. But, like, I've never, I never, I still never think about it. I still never, I put no thought into it. Because to me, that's when... You start acting like you're, you're something you're not. Yeah, you walk around like, oh, you know who the fuck I am? I've been around since 2007, bro. Like, yeah. fuck it. I'm yeah. Jeff, man. What the fuck? I, and, and I totally could. I totally, I'm being an asshole right now, but I totally could. I could do that. And I never do. I don't like acting like that. I don't like people that do act like that. It's like, whatever. But it's all good. Oh, for sure, man. Well, it's it's been great chatting, and just I I know that we've I've got you for another few minutes here, but just to kind of um, 
as we get ready to, to kind of wind down here today, there's a couple other things I wanted to ask about. Um, one of which was you mentioned a little bit ago about that tour that you guys were on. And this was uh, a tour of on, it was kind of a little bit of all over Ontario, wasn't it? You it, was actually, of, I, it was our biggest run because we only, we don't really, I don't like to call these things tours. You know what I mean? Everybody tours these days. And it's like, to me, it was just around Ontario. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it was like, it was 10 days though. You know what I mean? But and it was a, our, to me, that's our a tour, big, you know? Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean is like so far, we've only really been doing five, six days, seven days. Like this was a big, a big day, big run for us. So uh, I think uh, Peterborough got canceled. So other than that. It was. I, it might have been nine, but even it was still a big run for us. But and we, we were joined with Mount Abora and Kavara. You know what's funny? A second tour with those guys, like a second run with them. And I, I've been saying their name wrong. <laughs> I call. I call them Kavara for so long, and it's Kavara. 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 But anyways. <laughs> And then Mount Abora. So they, yeah, and, those, and it, they were actually both kick ass, both fucking awesome bands. Both, everybody should go check them out. Uh, they both actually are releasing new CDs soon. They're way ahead of us. <laughs> it's funny. But uh, to be fair, our shit's the guitar player issue. But honestly, they're coming out with new stuff. Mount Abora's coming out with new CD on. March 1st and Kavara is like March 14th or something like that. But other than that, the run was successful. A lot of shows. Uh, people were there to see us in every city. So I was stoked about that. Like that was the first time that that happened. So I was, I was awesome. Made me feel good. And that's uh, awesome to hear, man. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can do it again. I want to like stretch it farther, like go to Ottawa and Montreal, do some more of those dates, like even stay in Montreal for like maybe do two, three dates in Montreal or like somewhere like that. That'd be cool. Something like that. Somebody wants to get us out in Europe. Some other person wants us in Winnipeg. Like, holy crap. You know, we work, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> That's what, you know, does hold back, like just to be like, really shit about it for a minute like and I'm, I'm sure you can agree with this like a lot of what holds people in our you know age group and our situations back is it's our work man like even myself personally i'm not gonna go on a rant about myself or anything but like there's a lot of opportunities i personally could currently have but i just i cannot because i'm like hey bro like i gotta work i gotta pay my bills like yeah. i got this fucking car i gotta pay for i gotta pay rent i gotta you know food's cool every once in a while you know it's yeah. like I, I like to eat sometimes yeah <laughs> no but i indeed you're absolutely right so that's what they say um you gotta make the jump yeah leap, leap of faith or whatever i guess right but where's oh, sure. the leap? give me the leap I'll take a leave. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that being said too, there is something to be said for, you know, sometimes if you just be you and you're in the moment and you work hard and you keep networking, you be a good fucking person. And it's like, oh yeah, man, those Don Valley guys are, they're pretty good, man. They're awesome dudes. And 
next thing you know, something could fucking come up. Like you never know. You you, you meet you meet the right person and they know the right person. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh shit, we're like getting ready to go to Europe or some shit. Like you just, you never know what could happen in this day and age, especially, man. It's crazy. I know. That's all. That's all you can ask for, right? Oh, for I sure. Just hope, I hope something happens. That'd be fun. Oh, for sure. I mean, you, you, yeah, man. I mean, you guys are, I think personally, like you guys are, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. Like if I, I genuinely think you guys are, are fucking awesome and, there is no reason that I think if that opportunity were to come to you guys, you guys wouldn't knock it out of the fucking park. So that's something I also hope, you know, happens for you guys as well. Well, thank you. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, just a, a couple more things I wanted to ask as far as um, on that too, was there kind of anything kind of like quick little funny stories that happened that would be worth sharing? Or was it a kind of a, just a smooth sailing, quiet, quiet ride, so to speak? Oh, was there? There was a moment where uh, I had to take a piss, and I was just like, "Joe, pull over! I gotta take a piss." I got really all mad though, having to take a piss. Other than that, it was all good. We didn't have any too many funny moments, other than the pissing moment. Because then I was like, "Everybody in the car has to piss, man! Come on, let's piss." <laughs> Freaking pissed just, off, bro. And then, no, no, he was all like, "Hold on, hold on, we'll go to the next, the next on ramp. Just it'll be in like five minutes, and then like twenty minutes later, and it's like, what the hell, man? We gotta, I, I gotta piss right now. You said freaking next five minutes. What the friggin'? <laughs> and then he was all like, "Well, you didn't say you had to piss like right now." And I'm like, "What do you mean? I didn't. Like, the pissing has to happen." Bro, it's happened whether you like it or not, man. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I was telling him to pull over on the side of the road, and then he's like, "No, no, no, the so next so stop will be in like five minutes." Five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, road road trips are the absolute worst sometimes. (laughs) Other than that, uh, what other? Let me try and think of some other quick moments. I don't think there was, it was kind of, it was kind of, because we were working the whole time, too, so it was kind of, we were all, like, dead the whole time. But Nikki, it was Nikki's, like, first runs with us, so it was kind of cool to, like, see him up on stage and meeting new people and loving it and getting into it. Like, I didn't think he was going to like it as much as he did, as much as he did. It looked like he was enjoying himself a lot. Oh, yeah, you can't fake that smile. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool to see. That's awesome, man. Well, it sounds like it was a great time. And just one last thing I want to ask. Do you have – it's kind of a staple question here on the show. Do you have, like, a favorite or least favorite, but there's a funny reason as to why, of a show that you've ever played in your entire 10-plus-year career? Um, one time, uh, I have, there's a lot, actually. One of my favorites, though, is, uh, one time we were playing, we were actually, we were doing an interview, uh, in Newmarket with this dude named JMR. I think his, I think it was JMR. I'm pretty sure it is. And, uh, 
he asked us the exact same question. And then I was all like, oh, yeah, man, like crazy shows this one time. All Pussies is based off of time. We ran around. Uh, our drummer got punched in a pit and had to go get stitches at like three in the morning. Oh, shit. And then we ran around and beat everybody up. <laughs> but that was literally like when we first started and we didn't know how everything started. So there was that story. So we we're telling them all these stories. And then that night we're playing. And we're just playing and playing and playing, going crazy. Everything's going crazy. Last song, last hit, our drummer pukes all over a white kid that's not even his. Like, I'm everywhere. Like, vomit everywhere. All over the fucking floor. Oh, Every, no. like, the place reeks. Everybody's just like, what the hell? Because we're headlining, too. We're like, what the hell? Everybody's like, what the hell was that? And I'm just like, hey, Jay, this is number one. This is the number one show. This right here, this takes the cake. So um, that it was literally right when he asked us, and then I think a couple weeks after that, uh, we were doing a show in Hamilton. This isn't funny. This is bad, uh, and um, not bad, but the our drummer got hurt, and we were doing like we were just playing our show. So again, last song type thing. We we're just hitting, going crazy, and doing our thing, and then our drummer like nicked his fucking finger off his drum kit you know like the spikes like the yeah yeah whatever stick over the drums he like nicked his finger muscle off of that and like ripped it open and it like kind of it like kind of pulled out a little of his muscle and there was like blood everywhere and nobody knew and he just kept playing and playing and then everybody's like there's blood everywhere what the fuck what the, the hell happened and then everybody's just like Metal, yeah, metal. And then Joe's just like, take me to the hospital, take me to the hospital. <laughs> and it was crazy. And again, it was all over somebody else's white drum kit. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, it so was the, really funny. So the moral of the story is don't let Joe uh, play a white drum kit. Yeah, he'll probably beat <laughs> on it or puke on it. So, yeah, oh, that, man, that's freaking that great. And dude, there's a there's a lot of funny story more. There was one time, um, uh, it was this was a while ago too. Our singer got really wasted, and uh, it was during a Christmas show. It was like empty; nobody was there. It's like a Christmas show, and 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 our singer was completely like wasted, and he like fucked up every single every single word to every single song, and then right after he was turned around, he was all like. Why'd you guys fuck up so bad? You made me look bad. And I'm like, Nick, you like didn't even say anything right properly. It was, it was, it, to me, it was funny. I don't know if like any, it was just like, Nick, that was dumb. What the hell happened to you? <laughs> when <laughs> you're, you know, he's on that eggnog. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't even talk about it. It was just like, let me believe we fucked up tonight. <laughs> and he like, it was so funny. Like, I'm talking like, not a single word. It was it was pretty funny. But the, the, he like, thought he was playing awesome, you know. Yeah, in his head, he must have been like, "Have you ever seen the Sunny in Philly show?" You know, a little his- bit, not a ton, but 
Oh, get into it, dude. But there's a skit. There's a high school dance skit where they're kicking ass. Like, they're freaking kicking so much freaking ass and doing a dance routine and singing and just loving on life. And, and then it flashes to them in real life and they're just fat old people yeah. sweating <laughs> with a place puking and looking like old, gross people. And that's what, it's like, that's what Nick was like in his head. Like, in his head, he was like, you know... Kicking uh, ass. And yeah. Like early 2000s Scott Stapp cool. There's just, there's many shows like that, you know. And even there was one for me where I, where I was, uh, like, I, I was like, I like was sick or something. So I like just played in front of a bucket and just had my head in the Shit. bucket the whole time. And I thought it was going to puke. So. Like, there's tons of stupid shows. There's all those shows like that. There was one time in in Dunville, we uh we thought it would be cool to, like, have, like, set up. It looked like we were arguing before breakdown. So we, like, had a big argument before breakdown. And it, like, it was set up. So, like, everybody thought we were arguing, but it was really just a breakdown call. And I didn't like it too much, so like that show was kind of like a bad. I just remember it every once in a while. I was like, "That was bad, bad idea." It's a cool idea, but like, yeah, I could see how that could not turn out well. For... Oh no, it it was it turned out pretty well. Everybody was like, "What the hell?" And then when everybody was like getting up and like, "What the hell?" Like they're actually arguing. We we had to break down. Yeah. So it worked, but I just didn't like it. Like I would never do that again, ever, never. So like it is it, like cringy, I guess. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like it's cool, but it's like let's maybe not do that again. You know, <laughs> there's a bunch of stupid, stupid little tiny things like that. <laughs> now we try and like just kick ass most of the time. Kick like ass and heavy, super heavy, high energy shows. Most of the things that happen now is either me or the drummer is gonna puke. Me and the drummer are going to puke. And that's pretty much all that's going on now. Yeah. <laughs> like, after the set, like one of us is probably going to puke. If I'm drinking, it's probably going to be me. Oh, yeah. If you're drinking, then you're jumping around on stage and being crazy. It's like, damn, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I'd be the same, yeah, I'd be the same boat. Like, I don't know what it is. He like pukes after like every show. It's kind of funny. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that singer from the used. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Well, he used people, to be like that. They tell us we're like Burt McCracken all the time. They're like you guys just puke like after every show, don't you? So yeah, you got to go all out, man. That's it, man. You just leave it all out there, and you know Chester Bennington used to be the same way from Lincoln Park. He used to, he was famous for that. Like after in the early stage of their career, after every show, he would just like he'd throw up, and they were like, "What's wrong with you?" And it's just like, "Hey, man, he just leaves it all out there." Is what it is. Happens. I don't know what how happens. It just freaking happens, and you can't control it. It's like you can just stay like, hey, just hold that puke in. Don't puke. You ever done that? It's fucking gross. So it's almost worse, bro. It's I mean, that's what I'm saying. Don't do that. Don't do it. Just let the puke go. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I don't drink as much no more. I just I'll have my few beers or. You know, I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'm. I always like to say, bro. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of. I'm looking in the window of me being drunk. Like, I'm kind of looking in the window, you know what I mean? Like, okay, there's drunk me, I see him. And, like, he's having fun. But in another three hours, he's going to be laying on the floor, like, throwing up. And I don't want to do that. 
Yeah. Like I got shit to do tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. going to stay on the porch. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm tipsy. I'm kind of, I'm a little more goofy than normal, but like, that's, that's me now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to let anything happen. I feel I do that too. I'll, I'll tell myself I'm not drinking anymore. Like after like two or three, like, nope. Yeah. You got to You got to live it yourself when you, you know, once you learn your, okay, here's like my, Limit where I can I can play and be cool and kind of take the edge off and have fun, but like I'm not gonna, you know, I can still get up tomorrow morning and do shit if I need to. Exactly. <laughs> for sure, man. Well, this has been an absolute fucking blast, dude. Thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been so so much fun. I'm very uh, grateful for the support, and I'm grateful that you were able to uh, make this happen with me tonight, dude. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for having me, man. Yeah, man. Any any time, we'll definitely have to do this again sometime and just kind of. Yeah shoot the shit again but um just right before we go where can uh people find don valley i know of course you guys have got the uh, the social media all right we got we anyway you can find us on the facebook's twitter's instagram's uh the the spotify's and itunes all them youtubes all them online listening music platforms i don't even i use youtube to listen to my music so I don't even know what they all are, but they're like twat title everywhere, man. All I, all I, I Googled this one time and it was crazy. So <laughs> much stuff. Just, just Google Don. Holy I didn't know there was this much stuff. <laughs> just Google Don Valley, but it's it's Valley without an E. Yeah. Not spell it with an E, bro. And then V-A-L-L-E. I mean, no E. No E. Why? No E, yeah. No, we V A L L Y. Band name wrong. Holy crap! That <laughs> happens, Suck man. It, it happens. <laughs> all, right. all right, brother. Well, thanks again, man. And we'll definitely uh, be talking to you soon. And you'll have to keep me posted on what's uh, what goes on with the recording process. Oh yeah, man. I'll get. We'll get. Uh, we'll get my brothers in here next time. Fuck yeah, that would be awesome to do. Maybe, oh. maybe not so late on a work night. We'll. Uh, <laughs> well, even maybe. if it is, man, we'll do it. Beauty. Beauty. All right, brother. Thanks a lot, man. All right, gang. There you have it. My chat with Jeff from Don Valley. Really hope that you guys enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. He was a great guest, man. I I could I just I didn't have to do anything. I just hung out and listened to him talk. It was great. <laughs> Those are the kind of conversations I really truly love when I can just chime in and like kind of pick their brain for a minute and then let them keep kind of going on with the idea that they have, I really enjoyed hearing his process as far as his opinions on like songwriting compared to just noodling. But while he still, you know, like I said, he wants to have fun while playing the song, you know? So it was really cool. I really had a lot of fun with that. So if you guys want to check out Don Valley more, you can do so by checking out their social media or check out their music all over wherever you get your music from. Keep it locked here to the harder show because when they do release their new offering, you will bet your bottom dollar that you will hear it on this podcast. I'm very excited about that. I may actually uh, try and make sure that I do a review of it the day it comes out or the week it comes out at least because I really appreciate the guys and all the support they've given me. And I want to make sure I uh, you know, can reciprocate that support any way that I can. So again, thank you, Jeff, and the rest of the Don Valley crew for all the support. It is seriously appreciated, and it really does mean the world to me. And thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and all the support. You know, I, you know, I love you for it. We have, try to have fun here on The Haunted Show. We try and always have a good time and keep things positive and have great talks and 
keep you guys entertained any way that I possibly can. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button or that follow button, leave a like, dislike, comment, any of that kind of fun stuff. The show is available now on more platforms than it ever has been with the addition of the YouTube again, which I do need to give a big thank you to Mr. Frankie Wood of Frankie Wood and the Thrifts uh, for being my first video interview. Unfortunately, Jeff and I were not able to make the video happen, but uh, you can still, of course, find this on the YouTube with the uh, the little picture-type video with a little thingy that, that moves around as we talk, whatever that's called, soundbar, I guess. <laughs> and you will be getting more video content in the future because I have kind of... I feel like I, I kind of... It, it's where it, it's what it needs to be for me. You know, you're not going to get any crazy, like, jump cuts or edits or anything. It's just... Basically, the two, two people sitting talking on webcam, and then I might throw some video stuff in once in a while. I don't know, just pictures, just really simple. But it was a lot of fun to uh, to do. Now that I found a great program that I actually understand how to use, and as time goes on, you will see the video stuff hopefully get a little better. And uh, also, something I've been talking about for the last couple weeks here, as far as this quote-unquote secret project that I've been talking about, okay? And if you're listening to the podcast at this point still, thank you very much, and you deserve some kind of a heads-up on this. And that is that this secret project will be announced either today or tomorrow, probably tomorrow as you listen to this, Friday. And if I'm going to give you guys a little hint... Let's just say it involves myself and Mr. Joe Loving doing something. That's all I'm going to say for right now. I don't want to spoil the surprise because it's kind of going to be a surprise. It's going to be a big surprise actually for a lot of people. A few people already know what's going on because I had to tell someone when we we got the ball rolling on it. But uh, for the most part, it's going to be a very big surprise. And I'm super, super excited about it. Cannot wait to share it with you guys. I really hope that you guys are as hyped as I am. So myself and Joe are doing something. That's all I'm going to say. So keep it locked to the social medias. We have The Hotter Show at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also hit me up on Podbeard Network's website, podbeardnetwork.com forward slash The Hotter Show, as well as hit me up via email, thehottershow at gmail.com. Keep it locked also to Podbeard Network's social medias. We have the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as the website, of course, just podbeardnetwork.com. And uh, to keep it locked for that announcement that will be happening. As I record this, I'm not 100% sure if it's going to be dropping today or tomorrow on Friday. Or hell, even over the weekend. I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure, though, it's going to drop Friday. I'm pretty sure. But it's kind of out of my hands. So we will see what happens. But I'm very excited about that, guys. And again, thank you very much for all the support. You know I love you. And I'll catch you next time on The Hawk Show. Take it easy, guys. Thank you.